I still don't know how I got here. It was supposed to be Paul and I, our dream vacation. Two weeks in Tuscany, green fields, vineyards, olive groves. We'd stay in a beautiful villa, sip wine on the terrace. Well, here I am, somewhere in Tuscany alone. And yes, right now I'm sitting on the terrace with a bottle of red. It's been four months already. Maria says it's time for me to go home, but I'm not sure I want to go home. By now, my boss must think I've done a runner, so it's safe to say that I don't have a job anymore. Paul has no idea where I am. No one does. Maria offered to buy me a plane ticket, or rather her employer did, which is very generous of them both, I know. But the truth is, I'm afraid to go home. If I go home, I'll have to face reality. Easier just to stay here and sip wine on the terrace. Read books. How did I get here? I still don't have a clue. Maria says it's the work of the devil. She's very religious in that old world Italian sort of way. But I can't help thinking it's my own fault. Be careful what you wish for, right? The day all this happened, it was my 50th birthday. I was cleaning the house. What kind of person cleans the house on her own birthday? I used to love cleaning. If I was upset, cleaning made me feel better. Especially vacuuming. Rustling with the hose, the furniture, the sheer physical exertion of it, and the noise of the noise. It blotted everything out, allowed me to hide from my mess of a marriage, avoid the truth. Wait, wait, don't hang up! Paul, sorry I let it ring for so long. I was just vacuuming the living room. Dan, listen, I can't talk long. Jim is waiting for me in his office, and if I'm not there in like five minutes, he's going to send Yolanda to make sure I'm not dead. Oh, but I'm sure you... I'm just phoning to say I'll be home late tonight. Some guys from the Tokyo office are in town and want to take us all on the Nippon account over Japanese food. But I had a nice dinner planned. Oh, come on, Diane. Me and you, we can have dinner at home anytime. But it... it's my birthday today. Oh, babe, I'm I'm so sorry. You left the house so early this morning. I, I had to pick up the Tokyo guys from the airport. You were you were sleeping, and I didn't want to wake you. I wouldn't have minded. You know what? Tell you what. Me and you will go to La Scala for some Italian this weekend. Get a quiet table, nice bottle of wine, just the two of us. La Scala? Yeah, all romantic-like. And hey, this spring, we'll go to Tuscany. No excuses this time. Christine said if we go in the off-season, it might be a bit cheaper. Christine, what does she know? She goes to Tuscany every winter. Look, let me worry about the price, will ya? Besides, a lot depends on my schedule, you know that. Winter's a busy time around here, we got Christmas and all that going on. Oh, uh uh-oh, there's Yolanda. (laughs) Looking at me through the glass like my hair's on fire. Paul! (laughs) Gotta go, babe. I'll talk to you later. Paul always put his job first. 
He said the reason he worked so hard was for us, so we could do nice things, like vacation in Italy. Last fall, we were all set to go. He'd booked a holiday villa, the same villa my friend Christine stays in every winter. She'd shown us pictures of it the year before. A vineyard, olive groves, a herd of goats on a hillside. Oh, and this little villa with a garden and red-tiled roof. This big kitchen that opened out onto a terrace. I told Paul, we have to go there. He said, next year, babe, leave it to me. Then one day he comes home with a bouquet of roses and this travel poster in a cheap plastic frame. A picture of Tuscany. He'd got it from some print shop on Bloor Street. He told me our vacation had to be put on hold for now, but I should hang this print on the wall in the living room to remind us, because next year... Of course, I believed him. And on my birthday this year, he mentions it again. Deep down, I knew it was just him spouting off again, making empty promises. So I did what I always do when I get upset. And then I heard it. The music. I thought somebody must be playing outside. One of the neighbors. Did any of them play the accordion? Hell if I know. I went to the window, looked out. Then I realized the music was inside the house and I knew it wasn't just me hearing things because Bongo, our cat, was standing there, his fur raised, staring at the wall. Bongo, what's the matter? It took me a few seconds to figure it out. Even then, I didn't want to believe it. It was coming from the Tuscany poster. I thought maybe Paul was doing it. Maybe he hidden some kind of device behind the poster and turned it on remotely. Maybe this was his weird way of surprising me. <laughs> For half a second, I actually thought he was taking me to Italy. Silly Bongo, that's your daddy's idea of a joke. Not funny, Paul. But there was nothing behind the poster. Just the wall. I turned the poster around to face the wall. And that's when the craziness really got going. Diane! Paul! My sweet Diane! Stop it! This isn't funny! But even as I said it, I knew it wasn't Paul. Don't be afraid, Diane. Who is this? My name is Roberto Fasolini. You don't know me, but I've been watching you. How? Where? Well, from my balcony in Toscana. Turn the poster around, Diane. I did as I was told. I have no idea why. Then look closer. Very closer. At the villa. I'm waving. I looked. He was barely visible. No bigger than a dot, really. You see me, don't you? I see nothing. I know you do. I see do. nothing. My beautiful Diane. There is nothing here but a piece of paper. But I see you, Diane. The real you. I see your desires. I see your soul. Vacuuming wasn't going to cut it this time. The way I saw it, I had two choices. Number one, 
get myself to a psychiatrist. But Bongo was hearing it too, so it wasn't just me. Option number two, stay out of the living room. Just don't go in there anymore. I went into the kitchen and started cleaning my cupboards. My denial instincts were in overdrive. I tried to pretend that nothing was happening. I suppose I can take the chicken out of the freezer. That worked for all of two seconds. My phone was in the living room. I thought maybe it's Paul. I was just thinking I could run in there with my eyes closed, grab the phone when... Diane, it's me. Please, pick up the phone. My God, this man had my phone number. I thought it might make you more comfortable if we speak on the phone. I didn't even grab my purse. I had no idea where I was going. I just wanted to get out of there. <laughs>